Welcome to Real Horror Case Files, where I, Salva, tell you all about the most horrific and terrifying true crime and paranormal stories from around the world. Joining me, as always, is the lovely Chantel. Hi, everyone. How goes it? Um, it goes. <laughs> it goes. Yeah, today was... um. The commute was terrible to get to school because they were doing construction and, uh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Well, um, let's talk about something haunted. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Uh, so for today's episode, um, it's, um, a little light and fluffy, not light and fluffy because they're never light and fluffy, but it's not as heavy as the last couple. The like the last episode we did was, was pretty okay. This one, um, it's, I mean, people died, but it's not a true crime. It's a haunted place. Um, Okay. But I do have to warn people that I do talk and mention um, the topic of suicide. So, um, viewer and listener discretion is advised. Yes. Uh, so, let's talk about Waverly Hill Sanatorium. I had no idea that we were going to be talking about this today. I just watched the um, Sam and Colby episode. Oh, did you? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect timing then. So, um, Waverly Hill Sanatorium is located in Louisville, Kentucky. The sanatorium operated from 1910 to 1962 with the specific reason of housing tuberculosis patients. So, due to the number of patients overwhelming Kentucky hospitals across the state, they decided to build what was originally just a two-story wooden structure that operate that opened in July uh, on July 26, 1910. But as tuberculosis started to spread more quickly, they needed to expand the sanatorium, and by October of 19. 26 it had expanded to what it is today which is five floors so before we get into the actual building are you good yeah i was counting five i was trying to see how big that is i was trying to picture it in my oh. head so I was like, <laughs> it is one, a two, very big building three four five yeah wow yeah it's massive it's a very big building um, so before we get into like any further into the actual building and the history behind it, let's talk a little bit about what tuberculosis is, um, or also commonly known as TB. So TB is a airborne disease that affects the lungs. Um, it is spread when people cough, sneeze, or spit. It is also a disease, um, it is still a disease to be worried about today because in 2021, the World Health Organization documented um, 10.6 million people in fact, um, were infected with TB. Um, some symptoms for you to look out for are prolonged cough, chest pain, weakness or fatigue, weight loss, fever, and nightly sweats that will start off mild for months. Um, and if treatment is delayed, which does happen a lot because people common, like will just think it's a common cold, um, then it will in there is an increase in spreading the infection to others. Yeah. Anytime you work in like any any type of healthcare you have to get tested for tb mm -hmm. i did when i when i used to um do uh otap ta yeah. occupational therapist assistant physiotherapist assistant um you would have to get you would have to get tested for tb before you could work in any kind of healthcare field because it's mm -hmm. still a very big i guess disease that um, a lot of people can get yeah Absolutely. Um, but it is a curable 
uh, disease with antibiotics now, and it usually lasts about six months. Um, and like I said, there is a vaccine for it, which is which is good. But there was not when um, all of this was happening in the early um, 20th century. So due to TB being very yeah. contagious, Waverly Hill Sanatorium was built so that it can operate on its own and um, now rely and not rely on others coming in. So all staff and all patients permanently lived there. Health um, healthy children of parents and staff were housed in a separate wing of the facility. They grew their own food, they raised their own animals, and had their own post office and even its own zip code. Goodness. So one of the I know most... that they were there because mm-hmm. they were sick, but that sounds like great. Basically like to be in your if, own kind of isolated area. If you were sent to work to Waverly Hills or if you were sent there as a patient, you basically were just saying bye to your family for the rest of your life. Yeah. Because a lot of people, yeah. even nurses and doctors, fell ill. Because it's a, it's an airborne yeah. disease, you know what I mean? Like, And they didn't have didn't any kind much, of care. They didn't know much about it. Yes. Yeah, it was still... They didn't know much about it back in the day. Like, I know that they had a lot of treatments that today were like, it's very barbaric. But back oh, in the day, they didn't We're have... going to get into that. Yeah, but like, I mean, like, back in the day, they had no idea. No, none at all. So you mm-hmm. just have to it's keep that sad, in mind. Like, I mean... This facility was made for you to permanently live there, regardless if you got it or not. And regardless if you got better or not. Exactly. Chances of you getting better were slim to none. Yeah, but also, you know, it's best to isolate than to be still in the main population getting people sick. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the whole idea of it is is good but what they did to help patients um we'll get into in a little bit yeah yeah hold on i mean i don't know today's day today's day and age i think i would like to be isolated from the uh, community (laughs) (laughs) just to get away from everyone you know every just like every once in a while, just go out and go to like a random building that's very self-sufficient that I don't need to go out into the world. Just for like, you know, a couple weeks and then mm-hmm. come back. I would I think mean, I know that these like people back didn't have then, It was very unfortunate. Yeah. But back then, like the whole facility was state of the art. Like if you really think about it, yeah. it's the fact that it was self-sufficient and like they had their own animals they had their own post office you know what i mean like nobody had to come in and nobody had to go out Mm -hmm. and considering they had no idea how to cure this disease i feel like they tried to do the best they could i mean obviously there were quite a few people who were who used that to their like advantage in a very evil way Mm mm-hmm but I feel like quite a few people, you know, tried to make the best out of a terrible situation. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the most prominent features of the sanatorium is the 500-foot-long tunnel from the first floor to the bottom of the hill, also known as the body chute. Um, originally, it was used yeah. to bring supplies to up to the building, but also to bring the deceased out discreetly so other patients will not see. Um, I mean, if I was there, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see how many people were passing away. You're already surrounded by such sadness and such sickness. I exactly. understand having a body shoot. Right? Like, I wouldn't want to see... <laughs> Like all the, all the people who unfortunately passed away being yeah. carted through the the hallways, and I it's prefer not it to like, be discreet. It's not like they're just dumping them down there. Like they're they're taking them down there, like on like a, like a 
a gurney. Right? Yes. Yeah. That's what I, I was trying to find the word for that. A yeah. gurney. So it's not like they're just throwing them down there. It's not like a slip and slide. Yeah. They're yeah. just they're taking them down there nice and oh god. <laughs> I just thought of slip and slide and all I'm picturing now are the ghosts going down the tunnel. <laughs> just It's been a long Listen, day, guys. I'm sorry. That someone needs to do art of that. Of of specifically, right? Okay, this is how I want it to be, okay? I want there to be a picture of the two of us as ghosts sliding down the body chute at Waverly Hills. Just going, wee! <laughs> and just into the darkness at the bottom? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. Because <laughs> now that's all I can picture now that I said that. like <sighs> That would be fun. If, if that's how you spend all of eternity. Right? Why not? Um, I mean, anyways, I hope these ghosts don't feel like any pain and death, and they can kind of enjoy enjoy their lives in a way they couldn't when they were alive. You know. Well, there is one. We'll get into it later. Oh, oh no! Don't break my heart <laughs> like this. Um. So records say that eight thousand two hundred and twelve people died at the sanatorium, but it is hard to tell since they didn't really keep a good record of anything back then. Um. And I like during my research, I read it was as high as fifteen thousand, but I, I, I don't know if it was actually that high. Right. Because, it could I mean, have. I when was this? I don't know. The. Uh, from the 20s when, to the when 60s. When was this again? 19... Right, so record keeping wasn't the best. Yeah, from nine, 1910 to 1962. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about the treatment of patients. Oh, no. Um, oh, no. Warning for it's people... Sad, I feel like. Warning for people who are squeamish and do not like hearing about gross things that have to do with your body and the treatment of patients during um, times where medical stuff wasn't as advanced as it is now. Um, so this is your warning for that. Um, physicians often prescribe rest, fresh air, and sunlight as a way to cure TB, um, but they took this quite seriously and often had patients go outside regardless of the season. So you'll, if you search... And it got cold. It's Kentucky. Like, it does snow in Kentucky. Um, if, you, yeah. if you search Waverly Hill Sanatorium, um, often you will find pictures of rows and rows of patients in their beds bundled up in blankets outside with snow on the ground yeah so yeah it's sad because i think they didn't they truly believe that fresh air was like the way to cure tb yeah because yeah. they didn't have anything else like what else were they going to go off of because and they didn't have so the same tuberculosis is like a bacterial the same, like, disease that we do yeah so it's 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 a bacterial disease that affects your lungs so they assumed okay well you just need to get fresh air to go into your lungs to get rid of that bacteria mm -hmm. you know what i mean so that's i in a way i get it but like in winter you're just gonna get people who are like already suffering to be out in the cold. This is like yeah, but I mean, I don't think they knew. They, they didn't, didn't. They didn't. They know didn't any know better. I don't think. Like they, they literally, they literally went with. I mean, most of the time, account not accounting for some outliers who were took advantage of the situation, but most of the time, they truly did what they thought would help. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, now we know nowadays that that did not help. <laughs> Nope. But, but um, they did their best, I think. And it's unfortunate because a lot of people had to pay for, you know, them not really knowing. Yeah. 
Do you want to hear other ways? That was that sure, was the, the tame okay, version. I'm ready. Okay, prepare yourself. Yeah, I'm ready. I know. I know there's worse. I know there's okay. worse ones. I I feel like these are gradually going to get worse and worse as I as I go through them. Okay. Um, okay. Let's just go through them all. Patients had their lungs partially removed or collapsed to let the organ quote unquote rest. Um, they placed. Uh, other another method was them placing little balloons inside the lung to stretch them. Um, they would also remove ribs and muscles um, to make space for the lungs. Um, they even did um, lobectomy, where they removed the entire lobe of the lung, and this one like very very few survived this. Yeah. The most extreme, in my opinion, is um, in the sanatorium, they had a specific area um, of rooms called sunrooms, where they would take patients, open up their chests, and expose their lungs to ultraviolet light to stop the bacteria from spreading. This was the last resort possible. So basically they had their chest completely wide open, organs exposed, everything exposed so that the UV light can kill the bacteria. Yeah. yeah. It sucks because they were kind of like, okay, don't come at me but they were kind of on the right track. Like we do use UV light to heal like wounds and stuff, but mm -hmm. not like that. Like, not like with your well, lungs No, they don't open your stuff. entire like, chest to, to get they don't, it. No, like a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff, they were kind of on the right track, but mm -hmm. they went about it the wrong way. Yeah. And like they do, I can't remember what it's called, but there's a way to oxygenate, oxygenate blood so that you can give your lungs a rest. So that they can recover. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what it's called. I don't, and don't even quote me on that because I could be completely wrong. But a lot of these tactics, like, do end up becoming ways in the medical field that we use to heal people, mm -hmm. just not in the same technique. Like, it's been refined, especially with as technology comes. So they like they were doing the best that they could. They were along the right track, but it was just very extreme and desperate I feel like ways to go about it because they had no other way to treat people and it's just so sad because unfortunately the victims ended up pretty much paying the price for it mm -hmm. yeah and it was just a very painful like way to oh there's a fly um <laughs> just a very painful <laughs> a very painful way to like yeah. live out the rest of your your life right it's yeah. just it's very yeah. it's very sad to think that if they live today um, they probably wouldn't have had the same amount of suffering, you know? Yeah. It's sad to think about that. I think there were cases where people did live through that. But, like, I can't even imagine you being the same person after all that. You know what I mean? Like, there right? has to it's be like some kind PTSD of repercussion. You got too. Yes. And there, there has to be some kind of physical repercussions with your body having to deal with all of that afterwards. Like, the pain that you must feel. Yeah. Like, listen, collapsing someone's lung. My cousin had, um, this happened years ago, his lung collapsed. And he had to um, have, like, a big attached to him with like a tube that go that went to his lungs to kind of I don't know how it like it yes yeah reinflate it basically but um if he coughed it hurt he couldn't lie down to sleep he had to sit up to sleep so he had to like mm. build himself basically like a fort so that he wouldn't like in the middle of the night while he was sleeping kind of lay back down yeah so he it it just to recover from that is painful. Having to actually like yeah. do like go through your lung collapsing is especially in the twenties. What was this? The twenties yeah. to the fifties? Like healthcare definitely was not what it is no. today. 
And I mean, even today, healthcare could be better, but yeah, that's a whole different topic. But <laughs> like, still, like, even, even, like, even like back in the process to recover than it is today. Mm-hmm. And a lot more painful because they didn't have the same technology as we do today. A lot no. of the times they probably didn't even know that, like, you know, sitting up is the best way to recover if your lung is collapsed. They probably yeah. would have had them lying down. Yes. And just to have to be the person to recover from that, like the PTSD, for first of all, from living in a place like this, right? Because you're most likely hearing everybody else's pain and you're feeding off of their fear yeah. and everything as well. Yeah. Um, but also the isolation would have been another thing. Cause like, you know, you didn't, like you said, you didn't have contact with your, with your family. And most of the times it probably wasn't a, a choice. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a choice but to isolate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, despite all that, um, during World War II, the number of cases did decrease. However, when soldiers came back home, a lot of them did have and contract um, TB, so they ended up staying at the sanatorium to get better. Um, with the invention of the TB antibiotic, the number of patients started to decline, and the sanatorium was actually shut down in 1961, but then reopened in 1962 as the Woodhaven um, geriatric center for the elderly and severely disabled but that closed in 1982 because of neglect and treatment of patients so yeah. i mean considering the fact like this it was open for 50 years mm-hmm. that's it really isn't a whole it, it's not a long time really yeah, and to have that many people die, I mean, obviously a lot of people died because not only was it a place where people went when they were sick, mm-hmm. but it was also like a, what was it, a geriatric institute? So like there was a lot of it was elderly af- people. It was after so they, it, after the TB cases. After it closed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, so this, it seems like this place is like a place where a lot of people went just to kind of pass on it's like they lived their last few days there and it's just really sad because i mean the geriatric institute closed down because of neglect which in a, in and of itself is sad because you know these people trusted these people to you know help them in their final mm-hmm. moments and they didn't yeah so after 1982 what happened to the sanatorium basically they abandoned it they they closed it down and and that was that but because of the history and rumors emerging of it being supposedly haunted it became a place where a lot of teenagers would break into to see for themselves and get a little thrill out of it so the building oh, those teenagers <laughs> the building sat unoccupied for a very long time and it became home to a lot of graffiti and other um vandalism as well as a place for homeless people to stay um in march of 1996 waverly hills and the surrounding area was purchased by robert Al- alberhasky who ran christian the redeemer foundation inc and he wanted to raise $4 million to build a statue of Jesus to put in the middle of the sanatorium, like in the in the front area there. Were, were the people staying at the sanatorium, like, all one religion? Was it, like, a religious institute? Like I institution? don't believe so. So then that doesn't make sense. And he should put up a memorial for the people who who worked and passed away there, you know? Chantel. I'm not going to get into it. It's just too much. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like putting a religious icon in a, in a building that is not from one specific faith doesn't make sense. They should, they should honor the, like, um, the people who work there and the patients who passed away like as a tribute yeah. 
like especially to the patient for the low low price of four million dollars four million dollars i just want to know what to build a statue how big did he want the statue to be for him to want it to to for him to spend four million dollars on the statue how big was it going to be because it was like, it was a statue, talking, it was supposed to be a statue of Jesus, right? Yeah, like are we talking the Rio de Janeiro Jesus? Yeah, that's what statue? I was thinking. Because <laughs> like, one, yeah. right? That's what when when I hear four million dollars for a statue, that's what I picture. Right, that's what it, I picture too. Huge. Because like that's an insane amount. Yeah, that's an insane amount. Like they should they should. Yeah, they uh but so on top of the four million dollar statue that he wanted to build, he also wanted to raise another eight million dollars to turn the sanatorium to a chapel, theater, and gift shop. But um do you wanna guess how much money he raised in a year? Um, I'm gonna say five dollars. I'm gonna lowball it. Three thousand dollars. Oh, that's that's way more than I, I I honestly like I honestly thought that Listen, maybe Chantel, Max he would have gotten a thousand. If but... this guy can raise three thousand dollars in a year, we can raise three thousand dollars to raise... go ghost hunting at Waverly Place. <laughs> Waverly Place, Waverly Hills. At Waverly Hills. Every time I hear this story, I think of Waverly Wizards on Waverly Place. Yeah, me too. Because it's just in the name. <laughs> It's just the name. It's just, it's the, just name. the name. Yeah. But like, that's just, that's just crazy to me. Cause 8 million, I understand for like upkeep of the building, not so much for like renovating it into a theater and a chapel and like a gift shop. That's weird to me. Cause you're profiting. Like, yeah, it's like, it's just, it's weird to do that when that's not the intended like use of the building. But I guess you want to give it new life and something happy. But also like eight million, eight million to me makes sense for renovating a building, especially if that does size. Not make sense for a statue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah, four million is half the price of what it would take to renovate the building. Like to yeah. me, it makes more sense for this guy to take the building and like turn it into something happier um, than the history it's it's had to give like. Because I'm sure the spirits around probably don't want to be hearing all these sad stories, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't want to be sad in the afterlife like they were probably in their living life, right? Yeah. So I feel like even if it was a theater, they'd probably be like, oh, this is kind of like a nice change of pace. I mean, again, I'm I'm not a spirit. I can't speak for the spirits. But I, <laughs> as, if I were to be a spirit, this is kind of what I would like, you know? Something yeah. happy. So I could see that but like a statue for four million i just can't get my head around that (laughs) so what he wanted but he never got um he never got even close to his goal so that nothing came of that so in 2001 it was nearly demolished because it was just an empty building and too many people were coming in and out breaking in and all that so they were like let's just get rid of it but Charlie and Tina Mattingly purchased the building and saved it from being demolished. Um, and I yeah. believe, I believe, don't quote me on this, they are still the owners. Um, and today they offer tours, both public and private, paranormal investigations, and even turn it into a haunted house attract- attraction during Halloween. So the question is whether or not it's actually haunted. Um, Do you believe it's haunted? I believe with, and I've seen a lot of paranormal investigations where they investigated Waverly Hills, and there's a lot of compelling stuff, a lot of stuff that you kind of have to question a little bit. Question, yeah. But I think with just how much history is behind it, Regardless of the fact that, like, yes, it was a hospital for TB patients, but how the way that they treated those TB patients, there's so much trauma there and so much negativity in that. Yeah. For me to yeah. to not say for sure that it's not haunted. You know what I mean? I 
Yeah, like whether I believe it's haunted or not, I f I always strongly believe that people leave an imprint wherever they go. So whether it's actually haunted or not, I do believe that there is at least an imprint of the past there that mm -hmm. still like kind of remains. Um, obviously, I've never you know ghost hunted there before. I mean, I haven't ghost hunted period, but <laughs> um, maybe one day we will, and then we'll can we can see for sure whether it's haunted or not because yeah. i very much believe um in uh like residual hauntings where like mm -hmm. ghosts are just going through their everyday life back in the time because they believe it's back in the time yeah. i very much do believe in that as well like and i feel like that might be more so what's happening in this location from what i've seen on ghost shows mm -hmm. but then again there's a lot there where i'm like this could also be debunked but this is also very strange and i do not know what else it could possibly be possibly be other than you know a spirit communicating yeah. Yeah. And trying to get their story out you know yeah i agree i agree so um a lot of people have reported hearing doors slamming disembodied voices and footsteps throughout the sanitarium uh sanatorium um on the roof people have heard children singing ring around the rosy which that's very creepy it is so creepy <laughs> so creepy like okay you know in horror movies they always have children singing like those those Ring nursery rhymes not even just that oh. one like they like they oh. always do like the most innocent songs too like there was one i can't remember which movie it was which trailer it was but it was like twinkle twinkle little star and i was like i used to like that song now i'm always going to think of it but as a when you song. hear the actual like history behind ring around the rosie you know they're it's they're, dark. It, they're talking about what is it the plague the, yeah the plague. yeah 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 but it's like every single nursery rhyme like like even like they're so london dark bridge, london bridge as well you know london bridge london is bridge down, is falling, falling down. down yep falling down yeah it's like every single nursery rhyme has some sort of like sad aspect to it and they're, then horror movies use they're it like and cautious make it tales. creepy they're cautious yeah. tales right like it's except for twink what's twinkle twinkle little star like that doesn't sound very i don't know i know yeah. rockabye but, baby I mean, is about like the fear of dropping your baby Oh, was it? I thought it was. I thought it was fear of like sudden infant passing. Oh, maybe something like that. Yeah, yes, yeah, along those lines. But also, I haven't. I haven't done very much research into that one, so I don't. I don't know. I do know Humpty Dumpty is about. It's not about an actual person. It's about a giant cannon that used to sit on a on a wall, and then a cannonball hit underneath it, and it fell and cracked. And because it was so such a big cannon and so heavy, they couldn't lift it back to where it was before, so they just left it. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty back together again. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't know that. That's actually... Yeah, yeah like, if you... Yeah, like, I remember, I remember doing a deep dive of it in high school. Like it was like a big thing. Like the I don't know why I became know. obsessed with that particular nursery rhyme, <laughs> but like I did a huge deep dive, and like that was that was what it was. Interesting. The more you know. Yeah. So, um, in the kitchen, some have reported smelling freshly baked bread, which I I would only get mad because I couldn't eat the bread, but I wouldn't mind Me it. Too. You know what I mean? Um, and they. There's a freaking fruit fly flying around if I can't get it and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> oh, God. I'm seeing it, like, freaking flying around. Um, Sorry. Anyways, yeah, um, so, but fresh bread, I would be pissed yeah. I couldn't eat it, too. Like, I love the smell of yeah. fresh bread. And um, so with the smell of freshly baked bread, people um, reportedly see an apparition of a man dressed in a white coat, which to me seems to be... Screen's chef. Yes, the chef. Um, on the third floor uh, is the children's wing, and um, there you can find a little girl with no eyes, and um, also a little boy named Timmy. Timmy, who likes to play. He's the one with the with the little bouncy ball thing that yes, he likes. Yes, he likes to play to with. Play with, right? with um, if you throw his ball, um, he may or may not throw it back. 
Yeah. I haven't um, played catch in so long, honestly. I'm trying to remember the last time I played catch. I would probably fail so bad. We would both probably fail. We'd throw the ball and it'd just fall. Just fall right in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> We'd throw it and then it just like fall. <laughs> um near the sun rooms. Oh, this is the part where I'm like, there's a ghost that may or may not be in pain. Um, near the sunrooms, a woman is often seen with bloody wrists running through the halls screaming for help. Oh, the poor woman. Yeah, that to me is, wait, screams is it a woman residual. or a male? It's a woman. Do we know? Okay, yeah, the poor, yeah, that sucks because she has mm-hmm. to live out the rest of her, like, I think that is a residual life. ghost in that instance, yeah. In that instance, yeah. That's so sad. It is, yeah. From the outside of the building, lights have been seen going on in rooms throughout, which is very strange because there is absolutely no electricity running through the building at all. Okay, interesting. Um, Apparitions have also been seen in doorways and shadow people throughout the building. Even a phantom horse in the back of the building where um, it is said to be waiting for bodies to take from the tunnel. So, so ghost horse? Yeah. <gasps> I've never heard of a ghost horse before. I've heard, I've of, heard ghost like, of a ghost cat. Ghost dog. I've heard of a ghost cat. Ghost fly I heard once and I was like, okay, there, how do you know it's a ghost? But anyways, um, <laughs> I've never heard of ghost horse. That's yeah. kind of exciting. I mean, the poor, the poor horse is like waiting to do its job for eternity, which that sucks. I wouldn't want to be working for an eternity, you know? Yeah. As a spirit. I kind of picture the the ghost horse to be like the horses from um the Eddie Murphy haunted mansion. Oh yeah, like with the with the carriage. Yes. That's what I picture. Yeah, the poor horses. They deserve a break too. Yes, they do. Now let's talk about the most famous and haunted room. In the entire sanitarium, okay? Okay. Sanatorium. Um, and this is where the suicide warning comes in. So... Oh, is this with the nurse? I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, the Let's most haunted and famous place in the entire sanatorium is room 502 on the fifth floor. Nurse Mary Hillenberg committed suicide in the room in 1928 by hanging herself with a light fixture. Rumor has it she was pregnant with a doctor's child and being an unmarried woman and pregnant as well has um as well as the fact that she would have to raise the child surrounded by tuberculosis patients that that was the reason why she unalived herself. Yeah. Was there any like um I can't remember but people there was a rumor where people were saying this might not have been they weren't sure if this was a hundred percent true just because there was no like documented proof. There's so they're not no, sure. So they're not fully sure about the whole details of the story, right? Yeah. The, it's so unclear about whether or not this is actually true. And even this next one. So in 1932, another nurse took her own life in the same room by jumping out the window. And the rumor has rumor is that she was actually pushed. But even with okay. that one, there is no proof or, or documentation of either of those instances happening. Right. So we can't say 100% sure whether these yeah. things happened or it not. It may have right. happened. We don't know for certain. But I think with the years of people speculating that it's haunted and people wanting to believe that it's haunted, they may have... Yeah spiced it up a and little that, but you and know that i also very much believe in where one rumor gets started i mean not saying that this is a rumor but um if one person says oh this place is haunted then you have hundreds of thousands of people coming through believing that it's haunted i feel like that creates an energy well that's we there. we've had that this conversation something. we've had this conversation many times on this show already mm-hmm. like i I truly do believe that sometimes things may not initially start off being haunted, but with the amount of people coming through and the amount of energy people are putting into the building, that it becomes haunted. 
Yeah, and I I believe that too because like and there's you a also- lot there's a lot of paranormal stories where they're like there's a rumor that this person was here and they died and they'll get in contact with this person but there's no actual proof that that person ever actually lived there mm-hmm. or had any association with that area. Yeah. I think too with the when people do paranormal investigations, people do certain rituals that open and close doors. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes sometimes doors do not get closed properly. Yeah. And it lets people, it gives people a way in. Yeah, that I very much, I very much believe that as well. Like, um, one, yeah, like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, I'm just thinking, I'm just running through my head all of the ghost shows I've watched lately. And I'm like, a lot of them, they're like, yeah, they did the seance. And then um, they got kicked out because things started getting crazy. And like, well, did you close? Did you close the Ouija board? Or did you leave it open? Because that just, um, that just leaves the door open for things to come in. You know what I just thought of? Sorry. Because we just, shout out to Sam and Colby. They don't know us, but we know them because we're huge fans. (laughs) And uh, I would love to go on an investigation with them, by the way. But they just did their series of them being at the Conjuring House. That's what I was thinking of. Speaking of things not being closed, what if we're going to do an episode on the Conjuring because I'm just so fascinated by it. And I do want to read Andrea Perrin's book on the events that happened. But what if during the seance that the Warrens were doing, they didn't close the seance properly. That's exactly what and I was that's thinking. that's why it's so haunted now. Girl, we're on the same, like, wavelength. Oh, that's God, exactly I got what chills I was thinking. all over. I didn't want to, because, like, I didn't want to, like, say it in, per- like, outright, because I was like, mm. This is just yeah. us speculating. We're not but, saying for sure that this is what happened, but. It's but not, yeah. It's, but, like, if, it's they speculation. if they didn't close it properly. Because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking of the Conjuring House and the the seance that they did. Like, if they didn't close it properly, they would have left that portal open. Yeah. By the way, go and watch their four-part series on crazy. the Conjuring House. It got, like, and it'll be creepy, but, like, look behind them in certain oh there were so many things that they missed like, there were so many the... things oh, and so many goodness. things where i was watching and i'm like did i just see that right am am i yeah. going crazy or did they actually like yeah. catch something and didn't notice at all the basement thing when they came upstairs and oh god i think of that like open and there day. was that little thing in the the, the bottom we're not gonna say any spoilers thing. or anything but yeah Anaya, just like um keep an anyways, eye out it's like a where's waldo episode yeah, back to the sanatorium. I feel like that still very much applies here, where yes. things could have been opened and left opened because they either didn't close it or they didn't close it properly. You gotta think the amount so of teenagers it allowed hauntings to come. Yeah, in. you gotta think the amount of teenagers that broke in just to like check it out and like you know yeah. teenagers they're like let's do a Ouija board it'll be fun you know ha ha ha. Yeah. Do you really think teenagers know how to properly use that thing? No, and they probably wouldn't do. I mean, we did when we were. We didn't use a Ouija board, but we talked about it and we did research for it. You weren't there yet. I don't. I think. wasn't I think there. This was great night. And regardless of it, I would never. We I have like, no we're... interest in touching a Ouija board. We didn't. We didn't actually use a Ouija board, but we were like, let's use a Ouija board just to see what it's like. And then we did like all the research, and then we were doing the research, and we're like, this is too much work. Never mind. <laughs> Because we were doing the research, we were literally doing the research on how to do it properly and how to like keep ourselves safe. Yeah. And then we were like, this is this is a lot of work. Never mind. Oh, I got chills. Anyways, um, <laughs> yes. So, so I mean, you can see we were lazy teenagers. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, sorry. Back to room five hundred two. Years after, um, the two nurses had unalive themselves um a homeless man was murdered in the room by a drug gang so 
this room in particular has a lot of negative energy and vibes and people have also have often heard a disembodied voice screaming get out oh that's uh that's creepy yeah i do not like that (laughs) (laughs) i'd get out i'd be like oh yep you want me out i'm i would would leave too yep I'm oh, out right the away, door, sir. down the street. I'm back in a different I'm country already. Like on a plane, leaving. Yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm 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 way gone. Like yeah. you'll still be like at the first get. I'll be gone. You'll be standing there, and I'll be like, I'll be like the roadrunner, gone down the street, out the building. <laughs> um, and that's it. That's all I have. That's like, it's both sad, like sad, scary, and weird to think about like you know Mm -hmm. because it's sad to think that these people have to live in their spirit form in pain but at the same time I feel like a lot of these spirits when they shout get out they just want to be left alone like they've been in so much pain in their their real life that they just want to be you know Mm -hmm. left alone and there's so many people coming through being like what's your story like you know all this stuff that they just hear the same thing over and over again when we go i'm gonna ask them what their favorite foods are what their favorite dinosaurs are you know i'm gonna throw them for a loop we'll play with timmy i'm yeah we'll play we'll throw the ball at timmy (laughs) and see what he does maybe we'll bring like a fire truck or something for him maybe yeah maybe he's sick and tired of playing ball and he's like can't these people like come up with something more creative for me? Maybe I'll bring advanced algebra. Got it. He's a kid. He's got to learn. No, I'm not that mean. I would never. I would never. That's just too mean. That um, is but terrible. like, you know, like I would never I like want to spend my the rest of my eternity doing doing fucking algebra. algebra. <laughs> that would piss me off too. <laughs> I feel like a lot of these ghosts are just sick and tired of having to tell their story over and over and over again. So I think if we if we do something different, they might be more open to Maybe they just want people to talk to. Yeah. Not even about like their history. Right. Let's just like have a conversation. Like, hey, how was your day? Yeah. What's your favorite food? What do you what do you want to do to like what do you have plans? Do you have plans? Because maybe we can yeah, help you I'm make that go, happen. Like, do you want? Like, do you want to go for a walk? Is that what you want? But like, like you have no one to go for a walk with. Like, yeah. are you? Do you need a hug? Let's just chill. <laughs> okay? Let's like. Oh my god. Okay. Let's do a whole movie night. Yeah. We'll set up we'll a whole like projector, a projector screen. Yes. yes. We'll yes. do it in the children's wing, and we'll watch like a kids' movie of today's age. It yeah, may like blow we, their minds because a lot of them grew up, like, were alive before movies. But, you know. Right. But, like, like I feel like a lot of these spirits probably don't want to keep reliving the or talk about, like, some of their most painful memories. But I also think that they some have the fear of people forgetting if they don't you know what i mean that's why i think we hear so many places get you know like the next group of investigators go in and they get so much more activity than the first and i think it's because they're feeding the spirits right but the more energy and getting their story out there my question is, are the ghosts just responding to these questions because that's what the investigators are asking? Like, a lot of times, they'll t- they'll, they'll be very limited in their answers. Like, the spirits will be very limited in their answers, and then all of a sudden, they'll be like, get out, or I don't want to talk anymore, and they'll just walk away. So, do you think that they're kind of getting tired of having to repeat the same thing over and over again? You know what, Chantel? Let's, we'll test it out. Mm-hmm. When we, we'll, when figure, we go, we'll figure it out. When we'll we figure go, it out when we go. When we go investigating, <laughs> we'll, like, do that whole thing. But then, like, near the end of the night, we'll just be like, so, like, what's your favorite food? What's your yeah, favorite like, color? Do you have, like, a favorite How was um, your day game? today? Yeah. Besides us 
probing you with questions. <laughs> Tell us about your day. Yeah. We'll ask some to rate us. Between a 1 to 10, give us a Yelp review. 1 to 10 stars. <laughs> on on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, how much did you enjoy your experience with us today? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's all I have. Okay. For today's episode. Well, that was interesting, honestly. Like, there were some things there that I didn't know about. Like, I didn't know about the the man who passed and was room 505? 515? 502. 502. That was close enough. Yeah. 50, 502. Like, I didn't know about, I didn't know about him. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember hearing about him, but I also could have just not been paying attention when I was watching the other ghost shows. It's, it's a good possibility, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know me. <laughs> I have to, I have to do things while I'm watching TV. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so thank you for watching and listening. Um, let us know if you think it's haunted and what your thoughts are on the whole haunting stuff yeah in the yeah haunting (laughs) haunting stuff (laughs) what are your thoughts on the uh paranormal (laughs) yeah what are your thoughts Mm -hmm. on the paranormal um specifically with waverly hill sanatorium um like share subscribe follow us on social media at silvermatic studios um share this with five of your friends and get them to subscribe because if we get to five thousand subscribers we will set up a patreon to get money and maybe we'll do a whole investigation at waverly hill sanatorium yeah they do they do it they open it up they do um yeah stay spooky stay sparkly Stay scared. Toodles. (laughs) Toodles.